This is the Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwell, United States Marine Corps retired. Welcome back to Patriot Week's vlog. I am Judge Michael Warren and we're going to continue our conversation about the Declaration of Independence. It begins, when in the course of human events it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands that connect them to another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and nature God entitles them. A due respect for the opinion of mankind requires that they should declare the causes that compel them to the separation. I want to begin with something very basic. When in the course of human events. Now, you know, we don't really think about this very often, but the Declaration of Independence isn't just some political statement. It is something rooted in history, in a context in which the American revolutionaries decided they needed to make a break from England. Happy Thanksgiving, patriots. Welcome to the Patriot Cause. I am so proud to have the freedom of speech to be able to bring to you the truth about America and why it's important to understand and celebrate the Declaration of Independence every day, not just on the 4th of July. And today is a big, big show associated to the Declaration of Independence, specifically the words in the Declaration, the beginning words of the Declaration of Independence. And those words are important because it makes meaning to the document, which makes meaning to our country. So on the show today, we're going to talk about why the Declaration of Independence. Giving up this constitutional world that we live in as American citizens. And America wakes up to the CCP, to the Communist Party. Why are we now waking up to this absolutely extreme communist country infiltrating your life? Last but not least, the Bonehead Award. You're not going to want to miss this one. It's a good one. Lead, follow, or get to hell out of the way. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. If for whatever reason you believe that American values are being squashed by the big tech, this is a great example. The opening monologue was given by Judge Michael Warren when in the course of human events, talking about the beginning words of the Declaration of Independence. It was viewed on YouTube, get ready for this, 183 times. No, not 183 million, 183 times on YouTube. Thus, why the gunny is not on YouTube. 
because they are squishing anything and everything with America as it relates to us and the citizens listening to the truth. The Declaration of Independence was signed on July 4th of 1776 before the Constitution was established. This was the document that was used to motivate the colonists to fight against the King of England and create the country that we have. So it's always important for us to understand the importance of the Constitution, but the Declaration of Independence came first. This document established the grounding of a country, the beginning phases of this country. When in the course of human events cause the Declaration of Independence because of the events that were happening in the world, the tyranny from the king and eventually the split of America. So in the monologue, he talked about the first paragraph of the Declaration of Independence. But most of us are very familiar with the second paragraph of the Declaration of Independence. We hold these truths to be self-evidence, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by the Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That's what most of us know about the Declaration of Independence. But it was created because of the cause of the events. I want to present to you an article by Newsweek. His name is Peter Roth. He's a Newsweek contributor. And this was in July of this year. Specifically talking about can our nation as we know it survive. He is using the Declaration of Independence as the foundation to make his determination. And this is what he says. It can and it will. We've been through worse and come out the better for it. We're not perfect and never have been. We are, however, still what Lincoln called the last best hope of the earth. Cannot stress that enough. America goes. The hope of the world will go with it. The Marxists and leftists in our country have made it abundantly clear that the social contract has been broken. The social contract of America has been broken, so they got to destroy it. They got to create another utopia. That the government we have now lacks the consent of the governed, and according to Locke and other Enlightenment philosophers, the people have the right to seek a replacement by any means necessary. This is what they're doing. Replacing the government by any means necessary. Exactly what we did in 1776. But their reason is far from the reason that we did it in 1776 for independence. However, they are within their rights to think and to proclaim it. The most of us, though to us it's nonsense that these people are talking that we got to break down America and the structure. And it will come to be 
nonsense as long as peaceful means remain available to bring about the change in the government. What he's saying, as long as we have freedom of speech, we have the Bill of Rights, we have the Constitution, we have what is established in America, we can adjust our government. But what they want to do is throw all of it out and create this utopia. Truth. That's the issue. What is the truth? I am a Christian, and you guys know it, and I believe in our God, and our God has established this country. I listened to a man for many, many years before he passed away this year, and his name is Ravi Zacharias. And he also talks about in the course of human events. This man came from India to America because he knew what America had. He knew what he could do to spread the gospel and to spread freedom across the globe. And that's why he was here. Oh, by the way, he put this on YouTube and it got 275 views on YouTube. The truth is being demolished right in front of our eyes. So taking a listen to Ravi Zacharias. The first thing I want to establish for you is this, that the most valuable thing in the world is the truth. It is the most valuable thing in the world. Winston Churchill talking about all that goes on in warfare made the comment that the most valuable thing in the world is the truth. He said, in fact, it is so valuable that oftentimes it is protected by a bodyguard of lies. The most valuable thing in the world is the truth, said Churchill. It is so valuable that oftentimes it is protected by a bodyguard of lies. And Churchill was saying that in the light of intelligence and counterintelligence context. That if your enemy knows your plan and knows what the truth is, that it is deadly to you and therefore you often camouflage it with a bodyguard of lies to deceive the enemy. Natan Sharansky, one time Justice Minister of Israel and one time a victim of the Gulag and put into solitary confinement in the former Soviet Union. When he went back to the Soviet Union some years ago, along with his wife, he asked if he could revisit the prison where he was housed. And it was in solitary for many, many years, I think. And he left his wife outside because he said, I want to go in here alone. Because it was here I really found myself, all alone, with no outside voices. And when he came out, he asked if he could go and lay a wreath at the grave of Andrei Sakharov, the man who gave the Soviets the atomic bomb, because he wanted to make a point. He went to the grave, and after he laid the wreath, Sharansky said this, he said, Mr. Sakharov, the physicist, made this comment before he died. He said, I often thought that the most powerful weapon in the world is the atomic bomb. Quoting Sakharov. I often thought that the most powerful weapon in the world is the atomic bomb. He said, I have changed my mind. The most powerful weapon in the world is not the atomic bomb. The most powerful weapon in the world is the truth. That is only true, I might tell you, if life is not merely temporal but eternal as well. What is the point 
if you tell the truth in your three score years and ten, but lose your life in the process and there is nothing beyond the grave. You only believe the truth to be most powerful and most valuable if in this thing we call time, the end is pushed aside and there is an eternal scene that brings all judgment and brings all justice and consummates love and brings a triumph out of the truth. So if the truth is the most powerful and the valuable, most valuable thing in the world, then eternity has to be invoked in order to justify that very statement. Now I want to read for you two comments and then move on to my second phase because truth often comes in two shades. It comes in the shade of a felt attraction which can often be a seduction. Think of that for a moment. It often comes as an attraction which can often be a seduction. Ravi is telling us about the enemy, the communism coming in to the country, telling you what the truth is. And it comes in a felt attraction with all of this good things that the government's going to provide you. They're seducing you into believing they know what's best for you. They're becoming the God, the gods of the world. Thus, the truth from them becomes an attraction and a seduction. It draws you into it. That is not the truth. The truth is based upon God's word, which the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution comes from. That is the truth. And many, many, many people in this country are not being told this. Instead, they're be, being told the attraction and the seduction of the Communist Party. You don't believe me? Listen to this. This is from the National Security Advisor, Robert C. O'Brien, on June 24th of 2020. The Communist Party of China, Ideology and Global Ambitions. This is their ambition for the world, which includes the United States of America. Uh the challenge of the uh, Chinese Communist Party uh, and, and the rise of, uh, of the, the Chinese Communist Party and the threat that it poses to the United States and our allies uh, is, is of critical importance to us right now. My remarks today are the first in a series of several speeches that will be given by senior administration officials over the coming month on this matter. Uh, you'll soon hear from Secretary Pompeo, you'll hear from Attorney General Barr and from FBI Director Chris Wray on the subject. Uh, America under President Trump's leadership has finally awoken to the threat of the Chinese Communist Party's actions and, and the threat that they pose to our very way of life. Now, for decades, the conventional wisdom in both U.S. political parties, the business community, academia, the media, uh, has held that it was only a matter of time before China would become more liberal, first economically and then politically. The more we opened our markets to China, the thinking went. The more we invested capital in China, the more we trained PRC, bureaucrats, scientists, engineers, and even military officers, the more China would become like us. 
It was under this premise that we welcomed China into the World Trade Organization in 2001 with vast concessions and trade privileges. We downplayed China's gross human rights abuses, including Tiananmen Square. We turned a blind eye to China's widespread technology theft that eviscerated entire sectors of the American economy. As China grew richer and stronger, we believed that the Chinese Communist Party would liberalize and meet the rising democratic aspirations of its people. Now, this was a bold and quintessentially American idea. It was born of our innate optimism and by the experience of our triumph over Soviet communism. Unfortunately, it turned out to be very naive. We could not have been more wrong. And this miscalculation was the greatest failure of American foreign policy since the 1930s. Now, how did we make such a mistake? How did we fail to understand the nature of the Chinese Communist Party? And the answer is simple. It's because we did not pay heed to the CCP's ideology. Instead of listening to what CCP leaders were saying, instead of reading what they wrote in their key documents, we closed our eyes and our ears. We believed what we wanted to believe, that these party members were communist in name only. Now, let's be clear, the Chinese Communist Party is a Marxist-Leninist organization. The party general secretary, Xi Jinping, sees himself as Joseph Stalin's successor. In fact, as the journalist and former Australia government official, John Garneau, has noted, the Chinese Communist Party is the last ruling Communist Party that never split with Stalin, with the partial exception of North Korea. On January 20th of 1989, President George Bush, H.W. Bush, that is, was elected president of the United States. And that is when the truth went out the window. That is when this country really, really started to change. This man is one of the best national security advisors in America's history because he will tell you the truth. He's not going to hold anything back. Robert C. O'Brien may end up being the last true national security advisor of this country. After that, the party, the leftists that take over this, it will never be the same. The truth will never come out of their mouth again. And what he's talking about was during the time frame, and he says we could not have been more wrong about the CCP. That happened during the Bush eight years, during Obama's eight years. For 16 years in this country, we have not heard the truth about communism we haven't heard the truth about the destruction of america so what we believed is what they wanted us to believe they attracted us seduced us into believing that america was great in the last 16 years before Donald Trump was elected. And then the truth finally comes out. 
but how much damage is done? Where are we at? Where's the bar? Can we get back to liberty and the words of the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution in America? Can we get back to when the course of events happen, we as people in this country can make a true change? Because the media and all of them have deceived America for years in this country. I, for one, will not stand up and let the deception take me down. And I hope you feel the same way. It is time for Americans to stand up and get back to the truth. The real truth of our country. The real truth of what liberty and freedom is. And to eliminate the communism that has infiltrated this country. With that, I'm going to bring on the Bonehead Award. It's a good one. I think it's pretty good. It gets the point across of how many people can and probably do hate America. But they have no clue why they hate America. They just hate it because that's what's being injected into them. That's the attraction and the seduction that is being fed into these young minds in this world about America, not just in America, but throughout the world. The truth is the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution. And if you don't tell them and teach them properly about what the truth is, this is what you get. Pete Hedseth from Fox News, I do know him. I've met him a couple times. He's a veteran just like I am. And he went out to cover a protest that happened. And this is the film footage, in this case audio footage, that he recorded. And it's one of the greatest boneheads I ever presented. Now, it's not Pete Hedseth that's the bonehead. It's the people that he's, quote, trying to actually talk to. We wanted to find out what, if any, remote rationale justification they would have, which, of course, they didn't have for these anti-American protests. So we wanted to find out what they had to say. We got right in the middle of it. Uh, what were, why were they burning the flag that so many men and women fought to protect? Check it out. One, two, three, four. It started with one guy. They started a small circle, probably a dozen people in black T-shirts, chanting. And they started to pull out a flag and started to try to light it, which is why there's a safety reason you have to expand the perimeter or else you're going to light the whole crowd on fire. Why do you think we should burn a flag? Nothing? Silence? America was never great. America was never great. This is an unlawful protest. God bless our police officers. We're going to move back because we like the cops here, so we're going to move back and let them do their work, but we're going to keep asking questions. Tell me why you hate I'm America. I'm veteran, right Good here. for you. I appreciate your service. Why do you hate America? If you served in Afghanistan, you're an Afghanistan veteran, why do you hate America? Nothing? Apparently, an Afghanistan veteran, I'll take him at his word, uh, 
uh, doesn't want to answer questions, hates America, even though he wore the flag over there. Everybody's got their right in this country. He fought to defend it. I fought to defend it. Now he's here because he hates it. Look at these guys. Revolution. Amazing. Wow. Hey, sir, why do you hate this flag? What's so? Why do you hate this flag? Tell me why you hate this flag. No, tell me to my face why you hate this flag. You win, America. Anybody else who hates America want to talk to me? Do you hate America? Do I hate America? I mean, yes. What other country would you love? Would you like to go to where you wouldn't have the right to protest just like this? Go to another country? Yeah. I want to make this country great again. Yet you hate this country. Because it was, hasn't, has yet to be great. So it's yet to be great. You hate this country, but you don't want to go to another country. Why would I go anywhere else? This is where I'm from. You, why, would you, why, you know, why would he go anywhere else when he could stay in the greatest country on earth where he has the freedom to do just this, where cops he claims are killers are the ones that protect him? I've never been in a situation where I felt that I needed police to be. Because you are one of the most privileged people in America. Do you understand that when, police, when, when the police protect everybody and they maintain the rule of law, it keeps you safe even if they're not standing right next to you? Have you ever thought about that? I mean, I'm, I'm generally privileged, and I recognize that, but not not nearly as much as as a lot of the people out here. You were going to say me, right? Well, I mean, it goes without saying, right? Well, there you have it. Most of the protesters had no coherent reason as to why they were there and were totally ungrateful and didn't understand or appreciate the irony of these police that were protecting them. There was one other flag destroyed that day later on in the evening by another uh, protester who attempted to burn it. She was arrested soon after for inciting violence. And in both cases, the one lighting it lit themselves a little bit as well, which I say, hey. As usual, we got to get our Donald Trump decoder ring to figure out what these leftists are actually trying to say. Make this country great again. Donald Trump said that. Well, are you actually saying make it great again or make it the communists again? It has to get great again. It has to be great again. It's not been great again. Well, wait a minute. It's got to be great again, but if it's never been great, how can it become great again? No brains on these people. None. No ability to reason because it is ingrained in them an attraction and seduction by the communists. End of quote, put a dot on it. They are being seduced by the communists in the education system in this country. I can't say it any more with stress how these people are being deceived about the truth. There's no way an individual at that age can make this determination if they've never left the ground of America that made them privileged as they say they are. Let me tell you what I'll do. If you want to go, I will give you a plane ticket to any country outside of America. Go spend two weeks over there. Go see how their government runs. Go see the tyranny that they have. And when you come back, I'll welcome you as a real America. And then you will see how great America really is. Go to the conventionofstates.com. Patriots, it's time to stand up. Get a hold of this federal government. 
ConventionOfStates.com is a grassroots organization, organization that is standing up 4 million strong already to grab a hold of this government, grab a hold of this insanity, and do something about it with the states and the federal government is not invited. They cannot come to this convention to propose amendments to our Constitution to hold them accountable. Loopholes in it, yes, and we got to correct it. Last but not least, my veteran friends out there, you got to go to VITAL, Veterans in Defense of Liberty, America.org, and join up. Become part of your state to teach the Constitution and liberty and freedom in the schools, in the judicial system, and help us correct this wrong and deception of, quote, the American citizens that are here. Simple. Stand up, show up, and speak up. This is the Gunny out.